When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Good morning, welcome to the Punters, mate, on this Friday, the 23rd of September, 2022. As I say, a very good morning to my co-host, Sam Highland. Sam, a bit wet out there again. Uh, it's, it's, it's just on cue, isn't it? Is <sighs> it? Like, uh, we turn up to do the punters, mate. It just starts raining. It does, and just puts a spanner in the, how's the track going to be on the weekend question. But uh, I think being Toowoomba this weekend, we should be, uh, we should be okay. That track's a... Uh, a good drying track, and most of the rain looks as though it's sort of on the coastline, which is obviously not where Toowoomba is. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's copped a bit of a hammering. It'll be interesting to see what happens uh, with uh, the Gold Coast next week, isn't it? It will be, sure. That's for sure. Now, um, highlights of last week. Uh, top three. I'm going to go here with uh, a non-Queensland non-Queensland highlight for number one, and that is Animo and Nature Strip at Ramwick, who were just simply outstanding, Sam. Yeah, they were. Uh, was uh, Yeah, it was just... Animo was fantastic, and, and as, you, as you say... Uh, uh, Your mic might not be on there, Sam. Okay. But I'll keep talking until you can switch that on, uh, and I know that uh, you will. Is that... Uh, that's better. I'll keep talking. You can feel free to butt in at any stage, and then I'll know that your mic is working. So Animo and Nature Strip were my highlights of the week. Of course, uh, Animo winning second up, and then pulling up lame after that, but uh, apparently all is okay. He's just a superstar, is, uh, is Animo. And uh, Nature Strip, of course, returning after his uh, victory overseas at Randwick on Saturday with a uh, very impressive win. Far too easy at the Gold Coast. Uh, it was a top effort there. Good to see that horse returning to form. Jimmy Orman rode, and straight afterwards, he put his hand up to say, I want to ride this horse in the Kosciuszko, and why wouldn't he? It's uh, a very rich race and would give Jimmy Orman a great chance to get himself uh, a win down south, which he uh, thoroughly deserves. And Angela Jones winning the Pink Ribbon Cup, which was another, yet another great fundraising day uh, for the Gold Coast Turf Club and for the Pink Ribbon Foundation of course, which is a big fundraiser for the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Now, uh, news, Gypsy Goddess had her trial at the Sunshine Coast on Tuesday morning. We're all looking forward to seeing how well she went and what she did and everything that goes with that. Well, she just sat out the back there with Kyle Wilson-Taylor doing the steering. He didn't really do much steering at all. All he did was sit there like he had rigor mortis. Didn't move, <laughs> didn't move on the uh, on the mortis. And uh, she just went around at the back of the field just for a little bit of exercise. So it really gave us no indication. But she'll trial in Sydney shortly, and then she'll head off to the uh, the ten million dollar Golden Eagle. 
Sammy, do you want to try again? I, I again? had a couple of highlights. Uh, well, I thought paperclip uh, leading and winning. I, I, I mean, it seems that's because that, you tipped it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny, and I had something on it too. So uh, I was roaring it home, and great to see Danny Begore getting a winner at uh, yeah. at a feature meeting on on his now home track. Uh, you know, after getting booted out of Eagle Farm. With no valid excuse, really. It was uh, it was uh, quite weak. And, and I'll tell you what, uh, I think uh, all the best to Danny. Great racing great racing name here in Queensland yep. and a great fella and a good trainer. So I think, uh, yeah, I hope he really kicks some goals down there on the Gold Coast. And it was great to see him win that race, that's for sure. What about Yiska? Oh, Look, I'm going to blame the track. Okay. When we get to follow, fold or forgive later in the show, which might be earlier in the show this week because I've changed a few things around, uh, I'm putting Yiskir in the forgive because that track last week at the Gold Coast, it was, oh, can I say, non-genuine. I mean, you, they started off on the outside, then they started winning along the inside and it was just it's just a lottery when you get those days. Yeah, I think it's, a, it's um, you know, it's obviously a bit tired, that track. It's it's done a good job for a long time. I mean, uh, gee, they, they race nearly every week. It's done a year, fantastic so job, Sam. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, but it's, yeah, it's, it's showing signs of stress and, and I think everybody's well aware of that. Yeah. You know, it's uh, obviously uh, once they get the, the new um, training, the new poly track in and whatever, the light's done, then I think they're going to do the uh, do the turf track. Yeah, so. what's happening is um, the 24 Magic Millions will be run under lights. Yeah. So not next year, the year after. They will start renovating the track after Magic Millions in January coming. Yep. So the poly track will be up and running by then. So about eight or nine months, we won't have a grass track. After this year or this upcoming Magic Millions, will race on the poly. So there you oh, go. Oh, wow. Yep. So it'll be out of action for eight or nine months. So a full renovation of that track, which uh, which is needed. And once it's done, it'll be sensational, I guarantee it. A few other cups around this weekend. We've obviously got the Toowoomba Cup is our major cup tomorrow at uh, Clifford Park. But the Ewan Cup is on today, Sam. Ewan is about 200 k's west of Townsville. You been there? Uh, I haven't been there, but I did. Uh, I did have a look actually uh, last night where Ewan uh, was exactly. Uh, I see my good mate Grubby Day is uh, going up there to punch a few round. He's uh, clocking today, up the miles today and tomorrow. So uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's uh, yeah. Looking forward to. I'll be on trackside today. So. Hopefully I can find some winners there at Ewan. Yeah, it's a tab meeting. Uh, Longreach Cup is tomorrow. That's a tab meeting as well. Longreach, that's a fair way away. And the weather will be a bit warmer in Longreach. We have the Taroom Cup and the Twin Hills Cup. They are both non-TAB meetings in Queensland uh, coming up over the weekend as well. They're both on Saturday, as is Longreach. Now, on today's show, after we go for this first break, or when we come back from this first break, we're going to chat to Gary Gearan, who is, of course, Sammy, you would know, a Toowoomba legend in the jockey ranks, and he is going to tell us the intricacies of the Toowoomba racetrack because it's not as uh, as easy as it looks on TV. It doesn't just go around. There's a few ups and downs, isn't there? There is. Uh, yeah, I've, I've walked uh, Toowoomba track a couple of times, actually, and um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. You're standing there and uh, working at the races uh, when I used to and, and think, gee, it's a tricky old track, this, and then... I got to the races early one day and I thought, I'll go and have a walk of this track. Wow, wait. <laughs> Uphill, down dale and tight turning. And, yeah, so obviously uh, good gates are in your favour around Toowoomba. And local horses, I, th- I have no doubt well. that that is why the local horses run so well 
uh, on their home track because it's, yeah, it's so different, you know, and uh, I've said it many times before, and Mornington's a bit the same uh, yep. down, down in uh, Victoria. You know, horses, Mornington horses always run well at Mornington because they're used to that, that track and that uphill climb. Uh, when the pressure goes on, they do it every day, and that's where it's uh, that's one of their strengths. That at the end of a race, after the break at seven o'clock, we'll chat to Rob Heathcote, and then just before twenty past seven, we will chat to Tony Gollan, both of whom have uh, strong chances at the Valley tonight in the Moyer Stakes, and some great runners over the weekend. The Queensland Spring Carnival is here. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for more details. We'll go for a break and then chat to Gary Gearan as soon as we come back. This is The Punters Mate on SEN. Welcome back to The Punters Mate. You are with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland on this Friday morning, the 23rd of September, Grand Final Eve. Now, Sammy, uh, the track condition or the track rating has just come through for the Sunshine Coast. First night meeting of the season tonight. It's a soft six. I don't think we'll get too much more rain up that way. Uh, So looking forward to that meeting tonight. As promised before the break, it's time to catch up with uh, well, what do we? One of one of Toowoomba's leading jockeys, Gary Gear. And Gary, as I introduce you, four hundred and twenty-eight winners at Toowoomba is what I've got written in front of me on the screen. Uh, is that right? Have you been counting them along the way? Uh, I don't count them, Chris, but um, probably been going around long enough to get to that point, I suppose. Yeah, four hundred and twenty-eight winners, twelve point two strike rate for the win, and a place yeah. strike rate of thirty-five point six percent. So that's a very, very good effort. It'd be more than that, Gary. It'd yeah. be more than that, yeah. Gary, because the internet, the Gary was going long before the internet came in. So <laughs> there'd, be, yeah. uh, there'd be plenty more than that, I can imagine. Uh, yeah. Gary, yeah, it's, a, it's it's the big day in Toowoomba, standalone Saturday meeting for uh, for Toowoomba. And, and it's, uh, well, it's just, um, you know, it's great to have a, a Saturday meeting and, and the Wheatwood Handicap. It's a famous race in Toowoomba, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, Sam, and um, I mean it's something that uh, the Toowoomba people look forward to every year, and uh, endeavour to try and uh, get as many horses in that race meeting and that race and the cup um, as they can, and and have a good crack at it. Does uh, everyone have a bit of a spring in their step uh, leading into this week uh, each year? I mean, track work and trainers and jockeys and everybody just a little bit more uh, out and about or up and about. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's um, it's it's definitely um, you can feel it in the atmosphere there. It's it's definitely um, one that everyone's really excited about. It's even Toowoomba is Carnival Flowers time of year, so there's a lot of people in town, and um, you yep. can notice all, all all the people that are extra people that are here, and certainly a lot more activity. Yeah, it's it's a very good time of the year to be in Toowoomba. Now, Gary, we wanted to talk to you because often people have said this is a difficult track to ride and the and the horses or the local horses seem to do very well because they know the ins and outs of the track. Sammy was just saying before the break, he walked it and he couldn't believe how much up and down it was. Uh, as for riding it, is there a knack to riding this track and, and what do we need to look out for as punters? Yeah, well, it, uh, has, it, it is an up and down track with the hill in it, which has been famous for, the Clifford Park Hill. But um, so you sort of, yeah, it's a track you sort of let, you can let them roll a bit down the hill and then uh, you probably need to conserve them as you come up it around the back and then um, and as you get past the 600, they get rolling here probably a bit quicker than a lot of places and uh, roll down a bit again. And, um, and and then you sort of, yeah, you're looking for that bit of luck or momentum from that point to um, to be a chance to win the race. 
So where exactly does the hill start and where does the hill finish? So the 600 is roughly where it finishes, but where does it start? Yeah, yeah. well, it starts um, as you increase from 1,200 metres, you, you climb up the hill uh, and then uh, you, you really hit the top of it at 800 and then you're looking to um, start on your downhill from there. Um, from Once you get to the 600, you sort of start to come down and then um, you sort of come down and around the home turn and you probably slightly sort of come up a bit again towards the winning post slightly and then she rolls down again um, from the from the mile down to the bottom again. Gary, uh, and I should correct myself, it's the number one meeting in Queensland on Saturday, uh, the Toowoomba Cup meeting. And uh, I'll tell you what, Gary, I think it's fair to say that this meeting uh, is, you know, there's a lot of jockeys that um, are not, you know, they're, they're not the normal jockeys that are riding at Toowoomba on a Saturday night. So the races are probably run a little bit differently as opposed to a, to a Saturday night. Better class horses and uh, with the most respect to those that riding there on Saturday night, um, you've got the top the top Brisbane jockeys going to to Toowoomba on on Saturday. Yeah, that's right, Sam. It's a different class of horse here on Saturday with um, and, and and they're actually good fields and um, very open and races with uh, uh, probably one of the better looking cards we've had at Clifford Park on a Wheatwood day. Um, races look very open and and hard to win. A lot of trainers and a lot of big name trainers and horses coming. So um, yeah, and definitely the jockeys. Yeah, they all, all all ride fairly fairly. They all ride well here. They've they've been here before, and and um, um, I mean they're top riders, so they they, they know what to do. And um, it should yeah, it should work out to be a, a good day's race, and it's quite um, quite competitive. And I made comment earlier that uh, it's it's fair to say that being a Toowoomba horse uh, racing on their home track, it's. It's always, uh, well, it's always, you've got to bit up your sleeve, aren't you? Because they're used to, obviously, the tricky track that it is. Yeah, that's right, Sam. I think you find that with a lot of tracks where different horses are trained. Um, they tend to get to know where they are and, and, and where they move from. And um, it's quite natural for them to probably race a bit better knowing where they are. And um, Toowoomba's no different. It's, it's definitely um, a track that uh, some horses can can win here and they might win somewhere else but they they know where they are here and they go around here every day and they trial here and they have jump outs and uh everything else and um and uh, they're only coming you know a lot of them only just walking up into the tie-up stalls and on the track so you know it's not uh, like they travel too far so yeah definitely um it's definitely an advantage for uh the Toowoomba people to have their horses on these days and they and you'll probably find that they will all race pretty well all right, so just recap, Gary. If, if I'm a punter, I'm looking at a 1,200-metre race uh, any time at Toowoomba. I really don't want my horse hammered out from the gates working all the way to the 800 metres because that's going to take a lot out of him. Is that right? Yeah, that's pretty right. Yeah, if, if you're doing a bit of work early there up the hill, you, you, you'll be vulnerable late. Yeah, um, it, it takes a, a pretty decent one in, in, in a solid field to, to do that and win at Toowoomba. Um, in the lesser races, you might get a horse that's just too good, and he can still do that. But uh, you know, in these better fields, and if you're yeah, you're working hard up that hill, you'll uh, you'll be tested late for sure. Alrighty, now you've got a couple of rides uh, at Toowoomba tomorrow, and they're good rides. Yeah. Uh, certainly, certainly in the Guineas, you're riding Demon Deliverer uh, for obviously the family. Uh, now, mm. good chance uh, ran a good second to Spiritualize going back a couple of starts ago, and was a winner last time out at Toowoomba, but. I did the uh, numbers for that race. Gee, you 
uh, I don't know if you rode that day. I haven't just checked that, but or uh, that night, but couldn't have gone any slower in front. Got a good run. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, he, he wasn't real out, good out of the gates. He, uh, the horse Dawn alongside him actually um, played up and stirred him up. It was scratch on the night, and and he got a bit fractious in there, and he didn't get a clean jump away. But uh, the two other horses just walked walked out, and I. I could see that wasn't going to be real good, and he just strolled around him, and he dictated the race. He made it a sprint home. That was nearly impossible for him to get run down um, with with the easy run he had in front. But um, but he is a horse that's progressive, and um, I think uh, he's going to get better even probably next time when he steps up a bit further. He's a lovely big horse with a beautiful big stride. Uh, I think whatever he does tomorrow, he'll probably have a break after, but um, he's definitely uh, a, a good winning chance there tomorrow. And the other one you've got is uh, Rejoiced, beautifully bred, only had one local start. Uh, Pat Webster trains and, and just got home uh, there at Toowoomba, but uh, by Fastnet Rock. Yeah, he's a beautifully bred horse. He was purchased from uh, Sydney. Um, Annabelle Neesham had him down there, and he was a cult when he arrived up here, and they um, gelded him. Um, and um, I, I was trying, jumping him out and that, and he just felt very strong, nice, nice horse. I, I expected him to... Uh, probably win first up. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't there to ride him. I, I was away out in Birdsville. But um, he, he's a lovely horse, and he's drawn. He's drawn the perfect alley. Uh, he races just on the speed. He'll get a beautiful run there. And um, although it is a very strong race, there's a lot of chances in it. But um, he's going to get the right run. And, and um, if, if other ones have a bit harder run, as we said on Toowoomba, if they get a bit tough, um, he, he's definitely a, a real good winning chance. Gary, thanks for your time this morning. Best of luck tomorrow. Really appreciate you giving us some insight on the Toowoomba track, and we'll chat again shortly. Okay, thanks, boys. Bye. Gary, Gary Gearin uh, joining us there. Sam, uh, great to get Gary online. And that race I was talking about, the Demon Deliverer won. One of the rating services rated at 38 lengths slower than average for the first half of the race. Yeah, so they went right? pretty softly. Yeah. Well, it's... Uh, I always think... I, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I always think... Um, uh, I take it with a grain of salt when that, those things are said with those ratings things, you know, because Great. forces get it soft enough. You, you're not going to be able to run past them from That's back right. in the field. So it's it's um, tempo is a huge thing in in races, and uh, it's all good and well to say this horse can finish uh, this way, you know, this horse broke this this time, but each race is run so differently, and they they never turn up and do the same thing every time. They're horses, they're not uh, robots. That's it, so it's, uh, yeah, you can only take it as a bit of a guide. Correct, we'll go for a break. We'll come back more with more straight after. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Welcome back to The Punter's Mate with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland on this Toowoomba Cup slash Wheatwood Eve show. Uh, the Queensland Carnival, or the Spring Carnival, is here. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for more details. Sam, we've got a big meeting at the Valley tonight. Now, the rain might play a, a role. They are due to get some rain in Victoria. Uh, we've got a very strong Queensland influence. We have Zoo Style going around. We have Rothflyer going around. And we have Isotope going around as well. Now, we'll be speaking to... We'll cover the, all those horses with their trainers after seven. Uh, with Rob Heathcote first up and then Tony Gollan after that. Have you had a look at the race? Yeah, I had a bit of a look at it. and uh, it, It's uh, it's a good race. Um, look, I'm a fan of Malkovich in this race. I'm not supposed to say that. You're not a Queenslander. Bjorn, ba- Bjorn Baker. Yeah, I, I think, um, look, that was uh, 
was great, those horses. Zoo style and rough fire running uh, so well last time round. Um, he's going to do a bit of work, you would think, Zoo style, from yeah. that wider gate. It's often uh, that thousand metre start is it's not the worst thing to draw out wide. And Ollie, he'll, uh, he'll be all over that because he rides his start so well. And especially from those wider gates, I would imagine he'll just come out and let that horse get his rhythm, see what speed there is inside him, if any, that can go with him. I mean, he's a very fast horse, isn't he? You know, and he might find himself uh, getting across there pretty easily. But Malkovich, uh, I'm a fan of that horse. Second up, I think it'll be hard to beat. So Malkovich for you to upset the Queenslanders in the Moya. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you're wrong. I hope you're wrong. So we will chat to Rob Heathcote straight after the news, and then we'll speak to Tony Gollan just before 20 past seven. Looking forward to that. We'll be back with those interviews very shortly. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. You are indeed with the Punters, mate, on SEN track on this Friday morning. Chris Nelson and Sam Highland. Uh, this Queensland Spring Carnival is here. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for more details, Sam. Not only the Queensland Spring Carnival, but things are really hotting up down south, especially in Melbourne, where tonight the running of the Moyer Stakes will see those three Queenslanders clash. And, of course, the trainer of Rothfire is Rob Heathcote, who kindly joins us on the line this morning. Good morning to you, Rob. Yeah, good morning, Chris and Sammy. Where are you, Rob? Are you in Melbourne or are you in Brisbane? I've actually got my eyes on Rothfire now. He's having a walk here at the um, the JD and Ben Hayes unbelievable training complex here in Flemington. And no, I'm looking forward, getting excited. How's the weather? Uh, overcast. Um, I've just been sent a thing from Racing Victoria and soft six at the valley tonight. But, you know, potential of a thunderstorm or two today. So it just depends how... Whether they get it or not, but soft six, I'm happy with that. Now, Rothfire, how has he come on since that uh, win in the McEwen? Well, we think well, Chris. I mean, to be honest, he hasn't done a lot. It's It's been three weeks, and and look, at the end of the day, it, it is only a 1,000 metres around the valley, and, you know, he was primed for a big first-up run, and that run itself will have taken him on a bit, so he's not going to need... Need a lot. He hasn't had a lot. You know, he's had a couple of hit outs. Um, Damien Lane rode him at Tuesday here at Flemington, and his report was extremely uh, enthusiastic and, and and confident that the horse is well going into the race this evening. Rob, it looks to, to, to work out nicely for him after drawing barrier five with the speed. You've got Zustal, Malkovich, their speed runners. They're going to jump and, and roll. It's going to be genuine speed. And I think he's just going to end up in the beautiful spot, isn't he? Well, I hope you're right, Sammy. But we know racing and it doesn't always go to plan. And horses can miss the kick and... You know, if, that's, if those two horses do jump and, you know, we, we know they're both forward front running fast horses, then Rothfire is fast enough from his, from his good draw to take a nice trail behind them. But, you know, the dreaded uncertainty of racing at times does throw a spanner into the works, but on paper it looks ideal. It does. It just looks to map probably not quite as well as last time, which was, was really good, but uh, not far away from it. Now, if he wins tonight, runs well tonight... Uh, Everest, I know you did get some calls. Is it still on the table? Uh, not at this stage, 
primarily, Chris, because of the tracks and the weather they're having up there. I mean, you know, the, the tra- and, and look, you take on Nature Strip, Eduardo, and, uh, you know, they're, they're superstars on, on rain-affected ground. And, well, they're superstars on any ground, let's, let's say that. But, you know, they have such a, such an advantage on a heavy track, and Roth Fire is, is not efficient on uh, real heavy going. So, you know, down here, the Manicato is worth a couple of millions. <laughs> it's not to be... You know, if he, you know, he's already raced super in the McEwen. If he if he races well tonight in the Moyer and wins that or goes very close, then the Manicato is very enticing in four weeks' time. And then a couple of weeks after that, we've got the um, the Darley Sprint up the straight at Flemington. And I, I just got a sneaky feeling after the experience I've had with buffering up the straight, I think Rothfire would be a very, very good straight horse too. Star Tontes goes around in the Scirocco. Roberts uh, at uh, Rose Hill tomorrow. The weather, as you say, is a is a bit of an issue, but I think the track in Sydney's still okay. Not that it'll worry Star Tontes. She absolutely swims, but I loved her first start run. I think she's got a great chance tomorrow. Yeah, she has, Chris, and that was the Scirocco she ran in. It's the Sorry, Golden Pendant the golden tomorrow, pendant. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of like a lead into the. You know the silvery. Well, today, uh, tomorrow's the the golden rose day. So, dependent for the girls. Um, yeah, I'd, look, I'd, I'd like a bit of rain to be honest. Uh, like you say, it, it slows them down a little bit and doesn't make uh, the tempo as crucial because we, we know in the Shiraco her sectionals were the fastest 600 of the entire meeting, and she ran seventh. So it shows you how. Significant, you know, tempo in a race can be. I mean, she's run a cracking last 600, and you know, only beaten two lengths, but seventh place. So, 1400 is more to her liking of the pendant. Um, and and like I said, hopefully the the tempo is strong enough. We know she gets back. That's just her racing mannerism. Uh, hopefully the the speed is genuine. It looks like it's genuine on paper, but we'll see tomorrow. Rob Toowoomba. Uh, race five is the K&R Plumbing Supplies benchmark, and you've got Deep Seaver. Shout out to Paul Reedy from K&R Plumbing Supplies. He's the best plumber in uh, in Brisbane. Uh, <laughs> Deep Seaver. He's this horse can can look at its best. It, it's uh, it's a good race for it, isn't it? I think so. Particularly going up to the mile. She's on a backup. I mean, she's a quirky mare. She's she's not an easy horse to train. She's got you know, some behavioural issues at times. And, and when she runs, she sticks her head out like a giraffe. She, she's an unusual-looking mare, but she certainly has the ability. If she was to lob there today with her A-game, going from the uh, the 13.50 at the Gold Coast last week up to this mile race, then she can certainly be competitive. She has raced up on the hill before and raced well. So we're hopeful without being super confident. Now, Rob, a couple of horses uh, you've got running over the weekend I wanted to ask you about. The first one is tonight at the Sunshine Coast, and I'm very interested because I think this one will run really well. The Mare Tranquil Bay that you've got. I like the trial, very soft trial. I like the fact Jimmy Orman's riding. Fresh form good, wet form good. A lot of ticks. Can you give me an extra push? And, yeah, I can. She's, you know, Adrenaline Thoroughbreds, they're, they're extremely strong supporters of my stable and they've brought her up from down south. Whereas, you say, she's got good form and she ticks a lot of boxes for that race tonight. And, yes, it was a nice soft trial, but 
first run for the stable, but all I can say is, Chris, that everything she's done leading up to this race has been positive. You know, we're going into the race with certainly a degree of confidence and, and, and optimistic she'll go well. And the other one is on Sunday, same track, uh, Philly by the name of Party Spirit, which caught my eye on debut. Yeah, cracking debut run. She got back, you know, took a little bit of a step back as the gates opened and got back further than what we like. But, you know, it was a good, strong win. I think one of Tony's won it, but she was she was strong through the line. So I think on the, the bigger track at Caloundra, uh, it's going to suit her. She'll, she'll race well. Just uh, just one other. This was a winner for you midweek, a week and a half ago or so. Extremist. thought that was a very impressive win. She was a, a little bit of a risk, 1,200, I thought, first up, but obviously wound up. The money was there, and the sectionals were strong all the way. That was a, a good, tough win. It was, Chris, and, and the time run, it, you know, suggests that she's going to make the transition to Saturday Metro grade mm. comfortably, and, and that's probably where we'll head. I was... I think I may have put a nomination in for a race on Wednesday at Caloundra, but there's a race coming up at, at Eagle Farm over a thousand metres. I think a class three or something that I've got my eye on for her because she's a she's a, a mare that's she's only little, not a lot of her. We didn't pay a lot of money for her at the Magic Millions. I, think I paid thirty five thousand, and she's my stable lady horse. So some lovely ladies enjoying the uh, the initial ride with her, but. She's a, she's a mare that I, I feel is going to comfortably go through Saturday grades. Yeah, the way she kicked on, uh, I mean, she was challenged there by Miracle Day, and I thought, oh, she might be a bit vulnerable, but nope, she found, and she was very impressive. So, uh, yeah, I think she'll go on and, and win in town. I hope she does. Rob, thanks so much for joining us uh, this morning. Best of luck tonight with Rothfire. Best of luck uh, all across the weekend and, uh, and right into the spring, but I'm sure we'll speak to you again shortly. Good on you guys. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Rob. Rob Heathcote joining us there. Best of luck to him tonight with uh, Rothfire, who will acquit himself well. There is no doubt about that, Sam. We should go for a break. When we come back from the break, we'll talk to Tony Gollan. Tony's got Zoo style going around and Isotope in the Moya tonight. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Welcome back to The Punter's Mates on Toowoomba Cup Eve. You're with Chris Nelson and Sam Hyland. Now, Sam, we're just having a little bit of trouble getting hold of Tony Gollan, who's probably a very busy man. He may be in Melbourne with Zoo Style and Isotope. He may drinking be drinking that good coffee. Yes. Drinking that good coffee. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. He's standing in a line somewhere and he's thinking, I'm not talking to those <laughs> blokes. I'm waiting for this coffee. That's much more important and much more interesting than they are. <laughs> so what we'll do... Uh, if we can get Tony, great. If we can't get Tony, well, then uh, we'll, we'll hold him over for another day. But uh, follow, fold or forgive from last week. Now, I did have some here. Here they are. Now, this is, of course, thanks to Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility. Yiska. Sam, what do you make of Yiska? Well... In the first race at the Gold Coast last Saturday. Didn't do enough for mine. Didn't do enough. I'm I'm not putting it in the fold category, but uh, it didn't do enough. So uh, was it the track? You'd have to you'd yeah, have to forgive. I mean, you, you can say uh, you can say it was the track, you know, but it it was well beaten, wasn't it? You know, gave up pretty quickly. It was well beaten. So uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'll I'll just leave that one, Yiska. All right. Well, here's another one for you. Do you forgive Mimi Lagarde in the going? Yeah, well, 
It's uh, look the the Trent Edmonds. Uh, he speaks glowingly about Mimi Magard, doesn't he? And uh, they've got a really good opinion of it. it was uh, yeah, it was not expected. I would have thought. Well, you have to look at her two failures, and they've both been on heavy tracks. Yeah, yeah. She just hasn't handled it on each occasion. So. You know, I'd like to see her back on a good track and see see how she goes, but struggling to get one of those at the moment, good tracks. Yeah, well, that's it. There's a bit of rain about. Uh, my follow is Hasbro. I think it's ready to win. Yep. It was uh, made that sort of... It was wide and trucked up into the race and still rounded the race off well. I, I think uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. My fold is on Sunday at the Sunny Coast. Hard... Whatever. Hard. Raver. Yeah, hard raver, is it? In the second race. Yeah, soft. Little as, small field. Soft as butter. Soft as butter. <laughs> it was only raver. first up. Oh, turn it up. <laughs> only had to jump out and travel up. Gee whiz, it was gone. <laughs> it, was, it was weak as. And oh, so that's a fold. 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 And then uh, forgive. I thought being a while, I'd give it another chance. I don't, I don't reckon... Uh, I don't reckon it'll be the roughest if in a similar sort of race next time round. Uh, so, yeah, you can tell that I did my uh, backside. <laughs> you can tell you backed hard, Rover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Yiska's a forgive for me. Mimi Lagarde's a forgive. I've got a couple others. Royal Nikki, which won the last race at the Sunshine Coast last Sunday. Straight to the front. Beautiful ride from um, Steph Thornton. Crossed from that wide gate and never looked like being beaten. I think that horse can win better in town. I do. Right. Now, that, I'm going to say, uh, where was the rail the other day? Nine metres? Uh, was out of fair way. Does and, suit them on pace. Oh, that's ridiculous how horses cannot make ground. They I can't. I do not know if it's the last 200 metres. It's like horses are starting to chime into it. And then their last 200. Have you, that, ridden, have you ridden the sunny coast? I haven't ridden there, but well, it's got I've that... been there plenty of times. And I, I, I understand the... The crown. Yeah, I understand all that. But it's... I mean, that was crazy how horses were chiming in, ready to go, and then they kick again well, on the inside. It's sort of like they're running uphill, isn't it? Or they're falling down the hill when well, they get on the wrong yeah. side of the crown when the rail's out so far. So It was it was very noticeable on Sunday's meeting, and, and I was backing a lot of the gazumpers that were out in the middle of the track, which the only, uh, they didn't come on. When, they're out that, when the rail's out that far, they can make ground, but they need to make ground along the fence. <laughs> so you need a lot of luck. Yeah, wow. But you are better off on a front row. And Royal Nikki was one of those. But she's pretty good. She's won two of three. And she was beaten by Amity Gell, that other start. And Amity Gell looks a promising type from Van Dyke Stable. And one from uh, Doombin on Wednesday in the last race. I was keen on this. Immoral from Tony Gollan Stable. Uh, the rain came, I don't think, really suited. But she got too far back out of her ground. And she did run on quite well. There's a win coming up for Immoral. So definitely follow that. So there's plenty of follows, plenty of forgives. Plenty of folds there from Sammy's day at the Sunshine Coast <laughs> last week, which you obviously did not enjoy uh, all that much. But gee, you're not on this Sunday, eh? Or tonight? No, no. I'm not. I'm not I, well, I was supposed to work tonight and I changed for today. So, uh, yeah, I'm, do, I'm doing Ewan. Hopefully Ewan does me a, a... At least you'll get a good track there. So, so hopefully Ewan does me a good turn. But, it, uh, <laughs> yeah, I... I uh, I must say that uh, that that sunny coast meeting it was uh, it was we had a couple of good days uh, earlier this week and then Wednesday was horrendous so it was tough enough that 
the punting gods, it's like you have a couple of good days in a row, Chris, and yeah. then the punting god says, nah. you know what? You're going too well. You're, you're, you're starting to get a bit ahead of yourself. So why is it that you can have a couple of good days in a row, then they jump on you, but you can have weeks of bad days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. But anyway, that was thanks to Aquas, as I mentioned, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility. The Queensland Spring Carnival is here. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for more details. Speaking of which, the Spring Carnival in Queensland rolls on with the Toowoomba Cup, the Wheatwood, the O'Shea, which is a great race to try and work out for the two-year-old, Sammy, but it's always an exciting time of year. And the Guineas, which I know, I think you're keen on one in the Guineas uh, at Toowoomba tomorrow. So give me some tips. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, Demon Deliverer. I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's a great chance uh, in the Guineas. And, uh, I, I, yeah, I think it can, uh, can be tough to beat in that race. But I'll tell you what, uh, this first race... At uh, Toowoomba, mm. you're taking the odds on. I'm I'm a fan of in gear, right? Yeah. And I, I I had in gear on top, but then when I looked at the barriers and went through the race, and I just thought, I don't know if it's going to get a good run, you know. And so I've gone with self indulgent, but it uh, short. Yeah, it is. It's extremely short, but I I just think uh, in gear. It's not going to get a great run from from that gate. You know, it's one of those tracks where you need to get a good run. So, uh, I I am going to go with the nine self indulgent race two. I am with Funny Money for Stuart Kendrick and Brody Loy. Uh, I think it's been good first up and second up, and it's uh, well placed in that race. Uh, top fun for the Sears Camp two year old. Uh, he's, they're good trainers, and uh, yeah, I think they'll they'll uh, have that horse primed, ready to go. Demon Deliverer for the Gearin Camp uh, in the Guineas. I think it's a good chance uh, in race five. I like couldn't refuse. I'm a big fan of this horse. Uh, I I uh, backed him three back when he won at the good odds there at Dubin. He was sound at Eagle Farm. And he was okay last time round. I'm, I'm going to go with him again. Uh, race six, I am with Snowfire, another for the Sears camp, Michael Carl. In race seven, I am with Seed of Power for Jack Duncan and Jimmy Orman. Uh, in the Wheatwood, I like Don't Stop. For yeah, Nolan. local trainer. Local trainer. Last uh, start winner. It's got to get a run, but uh, I'll tell you what, I reckon it can run well. And then in the last, uh, we'll stick with the Sears camp. I'm tipping them to have a big gap day. And Mayor Bay, it's drawn a bad gate, but it's got a good jockey on Ryan Pug Maloney. So if he gets a bit of luck on it, gee, I think it'll be a good hope. Anything down south? Yes. Uh, well, um, Sunday uh, at uh, Sandown, race four, number 10, Muramasa. I think this is uh, a really nice horse. I'm, I'd be better, happier if it was a mile, but... Uh, they're good trainers, and, yeah, I just think the big track will suit nicely, as it did first time out. Underwood Stakes, well, Zaki just wins, doesn't it? It was like 2.40 last night. I'm thinking this will just win for sure. Uh, race 8, number 9, Miller. What about on Thunderstruck, no? Uh, I, I, I just don't reckon he's as good as Zaki. I, okay. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I, th- I don't, I, I don't know. Like, he ran into an alligator blood. I don't even rate alligator blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, military expert in race eight, 
And then uh, the last, uh, I wish I win. It's going to be interesting to see what that horse does. But, um, yeah, it'll be, could be uh, interesting times with uh, wet weather in Melbourne and what sort of track we're going to, they're going to throw up at Sandown on Sunday. But, um uh, don't forget the uh, for for Melbourne Racing Club members to uh, make sure you vote for the upcoming committee. And Ali Savile is uh, she's got my support, and and uh, she's a, a real racing person. I've known her for for a long time, and uh, she's been following racing for twenty years. Very passionate. Her, her mother had a had a share in uh, Black Caviar, and uh, she is somebody that does not want to see the end of Sandown. So. Gets that, my vote then. That, that is a positive. Why would you want to sell that beautiful track? Yeah, beyond money is the only reason. And terrible, well, terrible decision if they do. I'll give you some tips for the weekend. Uh, race two, number eight, Mushiali. I think I've tipped this five times and said this is the last time I'll be tipping this horse. <laughs> well, here we go again. But gee, it looks a suitable race. And Jimmy Orman jumps on from a good gate. So gets the good ride, gets the good gate, gets everything in its favour. Surely this week is the week. I agree with you. I think couldn't refuse or run a race at odds. Uh, I think Cedar Power is probably the best of the day in the Toowoomba Cup. I mean, that win last time was phenomenal, sitting three wide, no cover. Obviously, that was the plan because Wendy Peel could have gone forward, could have gone back, but she stayed there. And uh, he was too strong. So why can't he be too strong again? He's got a beautiful gate. Uh, Jimmy Orman again, he'll have a good day. Uh, look, I like one of the Gold Coast tomorrow, Sam. Okay. The General, okay. ex-Victorian horse, race two, number four, Lamming trained. First start up here a couple of weeks ago at the Gold Coast. All its runs had been sitting in front, trial, runs, leads. First start up here, misses the start. Oh. Settles second last, sits there, doesn't go anywhere in the run, until about the last 100 metres, then suddenly goes goes like a train and finishes off running into second. Very good run. Just needs to jump and I think can win. So race two, number four, uh, the general. I do like that one tonight. I did ask uh, Rob Heathcote about at the Sunshine Coast, and that is Tranquil Bay, race one, number five in the, uh, the first race. And the other one of his on Sunday, race four, number 12, Party Spirit. Uh, we'll really appreciate the long straight there at the Sunshine Coast. You can get some of that money you lost last week back, Sam. Good out. On Party Spirit on Sunday afternoon at the Sunshine Coast. Well, that's just about it uh, for us for this week. Uh, unfortunately, couldn't catch up with Tony Gollant. He got uh, caught up at the stables. That does happen in this industry, and that's <laughs> no problems whatsoever. We'll catch Tony next time. Sam, whatever you're doing on the weekend, I hope it's a, a good one and a profitable one. Um, you're not on trackside tomorrow or Sunday? Yes, tomorrow. Tomorrow you are on so trackside. I'm on trackside today and tomorrow. So big day, grand final day, yeah. obviously. Uh, Will anyone be Damo listening to Watson. us? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I'll be on with you at anyway, times. Yeah, well, someone's got to find the winners tomorrow. Damo Watson and I can do it. He's a good man, Damo. So that'll be, a, that'll be a good afternoon. Looking forward to that. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hope you're back. Plenty of winners. We'll catch you same time next week on The Pundas Mates.